When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Palmer bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos, and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1800 858 858. All the way over in the UK, hustling for our great country as well. This time for the White Ferns. Uh, she's, a, she's a good chat as well, Katie. I'm looking forward to speaking to her. A little interesting story is I went growing up in Dunedin, just not far from where I lived, was. The Martin family, just around the corner. Good friends were our parents and knocked around a lot with Katie growing up. And she's gone on to do wonderful things on the cricket field for New Zealand. A wicketkeeper batsman for the White Ferns. He's been around the game a long time now. She's also part of the Spark Sport Commentary team and does a wonderful job discussing both women's and men's cricket. And she's a good time person. Great chat. I'm sure she's got a little bit of Grief to pass on to both you and I, but all the way from the UK, it's a very good morning to Baz Nizzi for breakfast, Katie Martin. How are you, Katie? Yeah, good, good. Good morning, or good good night from over here, I guess. It's 8, eight o'clock now, so it's probably past my bedtime over here, but um, nah, it's going all good. I You gave me a few tips, actually, Baz, back in the day, but I don't think any of them come in, so I just kind of switched off oh. when you gave your horsing tips there, so I'll have to do a bit of research tonight. <laughs> right, okay, Katie, that's so unfair, like... We, we all grow in life. He's been right? doing and, well. And Is he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah it's, a far, it's a far cry from the Velpy Street days. Well, actually, fun fact, Brendan, was, um, and, and I call you Brendan because, you know, that's we've grown up as kids. <laughs> we should call you bad now that this is this is the name of your show. But Dad actually used to run <laughs> horses around at, at Fulbury Park. So I'd used to trot along with him and, and he would be on the back of the horse. This was in his um, lighter weight days. Um, not so much now, um, the poor horses. But um, And he actually coached Izzy <laughs> at the Highlanders for a bit. So it's all it's all pretty connected. He was terrible. Yeah, oh, you know who that is? I was yes. going to ask that. Steve Martin? Yeah, Steve Martin. Yeah, Marto. Oh, he's an absolute champion. Champion <laughs> old Marto. I haven't seen him for a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. No, look, is he still involved with, with the rugby down there? Uh, he's with the league now, so I'm not sure if we're allowed to talk about that. But um, yeah, he, uh, he oh, does. Yeah, I think he's still doing a little bit with the university team there. So uh, no, he loves his rugby, but no, he's he's in the league world now at the moment, so he's enjoying. That. He's actually in Christchurch looking after my house at the moment, so uh, it's very clean. It's the cleanest it's ever been, actually. Not because of dad, because of well, mum. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, for for everyone out there, I've tri- I've had a little trip in your car once or twice, and you have a diabolical. <laughs> It's terrible how how filthy that car is. There's like wrappers left everywhere for such a for such a delightful person. Your car is a disgrace. Anyway, anyway, Katie, let's move on. How's it all going over there, mate? Long way from home. You going okay? Yeah, no, it's going good. Um, yeah, it's it's awesome to be over in England, and we're very lucky to be here. Obviously, with the 
situation is with COVID at the moment. Um, but yeah, it's sort of unique, isn't it? It's sort of everything's open and about. We just got to Brighton today, so down um, by the pier here. So oh, it's nice. been pretty cool. Uh, it's past walkabout, actually, which I'm sure you've probably been there a few times, Baz. Um, so it's a bit of a shame we can't um, yeah, get out and about a bit. We're in a biosecure bubble, but no, it's, it's brilliant to be over mm. here and kicked off our first game last night with a loss. But um, yeah, no, it's good to be over here. Well, that was my next question. So you are locked in a bubble. So what do you get up to? What, how, do you, how do you girls have a bit of fun and get some enjoyment? And what are you doing in your downtime? Well, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say. I've, I've actually, um, we've set up a back room, um, which um, we've got a few beverages that we, we have here at nights. Um, yes. Sort of catch up as a team. I'm actually looking oh. at it right now, to be honest. I'm not shouldn't send a photo through because it's not ideal but um yeah we sort of we've got a team room um i bought the coffee machine over um it's a bit of a trick to get it from place to place but the coffee is pretty average in england um i've had a bit of stick because i did say that i'm doing a, a video diary for spark sport at the moment um you know just so i can hopefully get another gig this year with brendan and give him a bit of stick on air um because you can get away with it when it's on air because you can't take it back uh can you bears but um, would be surprised yeah. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Spark Sport shares are absolutely skyrocketing at the moment because the way that Baz talks about tipping every single day, so the TAB being in absolute height, he talks about Spark Sport about 300 times a day, so the shares will be skyrocketing. And then you've just jumped in, Katie. <laughs> well, he said it at the start, so I thought I'd better back in there. But, um, no, yeah, no, we've, we've, we're a pretty social team as well. So, um, yeah, we've, we've, we're in a biosecure bubble, um, so we effectively are just stuck around the hotel and then masks everywhere and things like that so yeah we have a good time i've actually got a casino kit um so we're going to have a casino night i like a bit of um i like blackjack so um i bought a calculator because i committed to dealing and i'm not very good at math so i'll have to calculate each time to see how close it gets to 21 so yeah we have a good time and uh, and a good laugh so there you awesome. go so when you get katie on you talk about racing you talk about punting and you talk about yeah. beer how <laughs> good that is great what a, what a what is it? What We're is also your playing cricket. Sorry, beer. better say that. <laughs> we'll get on to the cricket later. Don't worry about the cricket for now. What, nah, what sort of beer do you drink over there? Um, a few of the girls got into some of the Croydon beer. Um, I'm a lager drinker because I'm from Dunedin, so I can't really turn my back on spades. Um, so I'm into the Heineken. <laughs> I'm actually a gin drinker as well. So we bought some Scape Grace over and um, through duty free oh, and, and no. some tonic. So. And, uh, and we've got our own lime, so, yeah, we're pretty classy. I've actually got a cup that I've um, borrowed from another hotel a couple of hotels ago, a um, little gin glass, borrowed. so that's quite nice. <laughs> it comes across, and I'm the one that carries it all around because Susie Bates, she's pretty lazy. She's like, oh, can you, can you load your bag up with my stuff? So, uh, yeah, it's that, a bit of luggage. So that borrowing, <laughs> that, that definitely comes from uh, yourself, the need and upbringing, that, Katie. <laughs> just, yeah, what's no yours is mine, you know. Yeah, hey, um, talk to us a little bit about the cricket then. Obviously, tough, uh, tough first up um, performance against. Uh, let's be honest, a very, very good English side as well. And Tammy Beaumont's performance was was fantastic. But there's a few areas to improve, namely fielding as well. Is, is that fair, Katie? Yeah, I mean we missed three chances. Um, I was guilty of one of those, and you can't really afford to to miss those chances against one of the best teams in the world. I don't, I'm not sure what Tammy Beaumont's got against us, but she absolutely, I actually said that to her, I said, I don't know what you've got against us. You seem to like our bowling and yeah, we had a bit of a yarn as you do um, as a wicketkeeper, as you know, 
there. So, um, yeah, she's she's in good form. And I think if we can get those chances, I mean, 180-odd in a T20 game is pretty um, steep amount. That we'd, You know, we mm. could find another 20 or 30 runs we could save there if we're taking those opportunities. Um, I thought the girls' work on the boundary was brilliant. There was a lot of saves, really quick outfields over here. So it's something we, we've worked a lot on. And, and as you know, Brendan, it can make a big difference in a game. So... If we can sort of tidy that area up and, and look to build partnerships with the batter a bit more, then I think, you know, we got 140-odd yesterday, which would be sort of happy on any given day mm. with that against the team, which is some world-class bowlers. But, um, yeah, it's, it's you know, we've still, got, we've still got lots of confidence in the group. It's our first outing for quite a while. And, yeah, we've seemed to be playing the best teams in the world over the last year, which is great in terms mm. of... Um, I guess developing our cricket knowledge that that probably lacks a wee bit with some of the inexperience that we've got at the moment. But um, yeah, it's it's putting us under pressure. But it's it's fantastic. It's the best preparation leading into the World Cup next year. Well, you spoke about pressure, Katie. How do you put the pressure back on this England side? And and what are you looking to do uh, in the game to be able to put them under pressure? Because it seems like they had you guys under pressure from the get go. So how do you put it back on them? Yeah, they sort of felt with their batting, they were sort of one step ahead of our bowlers. And I think in T20, if you can mm. do that um, as a batting unit, then you sort of, um, yeah, puts them off their plan A. And we haven't really done that to them. We haven't necessarily taken the game to them. Um, Amy Satterthwaite batted really well yesterday, but didn't really have that support. And we saw our lower orders got such good power that when you actually do take them for a few, they actually do struggle a wee bit, which most teams do. So it's just having that confidence to sort of hit them off their plan A we're pretty clear about what they're going to mm. do to us. Um, it's just us having that mindset to be able to really take it to them and attack them. And, and we've been doing that in the nets. It's just that how do we take that mentality out into the middle? And I think if we, we do that and we had some great chats today about where we need to improve and, and what they're looking at doing to us, that if we take that mindset out there to actually take the game to them, then I think that'll put us in a good position. And sometimes luck kind of goes your way as well. You get a few that go, go mm. your way and, and that can build that momentum. So, yeah, that's what we're looking to do. You spoke about that, um, you know, transitioning from the nets onto the field. It, it sounds easy because I've, you know, we've been in the nets. It's like me at the driving range before I play golf, hitting them perfectly. You go out, mm -hmm. you think you're on top of the world, but then you get out there and the game pressures and everything changes. So have you spoke about how you transition that from the nets to out on the field and just trying to keep it um, simple? Yeah, we talk a lot about just our clarity and what we're doing. So being clear is see the ball mm. and hit it. Um, and I think you do that in yep. the nets because there's no consequences. And like you say, there's there's none of that pressure. And you it's just actually committing to that. And that's what you do when you face up. It's what's happening in your mind. And it's cricket's a really fickle game. And, you know, like if you're actually got that mindset, I'm going to get into the ball and actually take it to the opposition with that clarity, um, then you typically come off more often than not. I mean, you see like so Tammy's just like, I'm going to hit it here and then bang, she hits it there. And, uh, and because she's moving and allowing herself to play the shots that she wants to. And for us, it's actually committing to that. Um, yeah, it's it sounds, yeah, like you say, it sounds easy and it's easy to say to, <laughs> to you guys right now, but it's actually just, you just got to do it um, and just commit to yeah. it. Yeah, nice. Okay, it's a funny game, uh, isn't it? <laughs> Brendan, you may look too easy, mate. <laughs> oh, I'm not sure about that, Katie. I'm not sure about that. Had uh, many a shocking day. Anyway, um, I was just thinking as you as you're sort of talking there, and, and you mentioned Amy Sathwaite, and you mentioned the power that you've got amongst your side. Well, you've also welcomed back Susie Bates and Sophie Devines. There, yourself has now got a lot of experience as well. Is it? Is there a point where, as as a White Ferns fan, we can say, 
this team is is going to be learning some of the lessons that they've been able to pick up over the last couple of years playing against these best teams in the world. We've got our most experienced players on the field now. Can we expect to sort of see a, a real strong resurgence amongst our White Ferns performances? Yeah, I think from a batting perspective, that's probably let us down a lot over the last few years. And it's just that, I guess, probably just the, not the confidence in our own abilities. We're, we've done so much work. Um, I felt, felt like we've had about 100 camps, which we probably have. I think we've been five camps this year and the best preparation on glass. It, it does when you're my age. It feels like 100 camps. Um, but we've had five camps uh, between Lincoln and um, the Mount and on grass wicket so it's the best prepared that we've been able to and we've been having great cricket conversations I think one thing that gets lost with the women's game is we don't actually play the volume of cricket than the men do and we Mm. don't have the same numbers coming through you know we might our domestic girls might train four four to six hours a week whereas the guys are what 30 30 odd hours a week um so you so having that cricket knowledge sort of has to come from those camps and I think with bringing the likes of um, Sophie and Susie back into the mix the leadership that they've got not only just gives confidence to the girls but it's able to have those cricket conversations but it's pretty clear like our senior players haven't stood up and scored the bulk of the runs for a long period of time and we know that you know we're the ones that are in the top five or six and we've got to do the job um so, like Susie's come back like she's 15 again which is great um she did have pigtails when she was 15 Man. so I did encourage <laughs> you to bring them back but uh yeah she's not quite there apparently she's more mature now so um but yeah so having her back in the group and and the confidence and she's been been hitting it brilliantly and it and it did take a good ball to get her out last night um and Sophie's in a really mm. good headspace as well so it's just about us converting what we've been doing in, in those camps and at training onto the onto the ground and just taking it to them. And, yeah, look, we've got nothing to lose, to be honest, because in fairness, we have been losing. So if we can get on a bit of a roll and gain some momentum, I think that'll be great. And, and you know, we're obviously missing a couple of experienced bowlers and Rosemary Mayer and Mealy Kerr at home, um, but it gives a really good opportunity for the youngsters to come through. And, yeah, and we're, you know, we're effectively all competing for World Cup spots as well. So, um, yeah, it couldn't be a better time to for the opportunities for a women's cricket player in New Zealand at the moment. Oh, wonderful. Katie, thank you very much for joining us, mate. We really appreciate you taking the time. And as always, your insights are fascinating and um, we love being able to chat to you. So good luck for the remainder of the tour over there, mate. And um, make sure you enjoy yourself. Too, Cheers, right? Katie. You don't always get to tour. Yeah, yeah, you're going to be washed up as a cricketer in the tour. Go have a nice gym. Miss. So enjoy yourself. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll, I'll jump on the TAB while I'm here as well and I'll see how your tips go. <laughs> Wonderful, wonderful. Thanks, Katie. Take care. Bears and Izzy are off to the races. Thanks to Waikato Stud, your source for a racehorse. That's right, Waikato Stud, your source for a racehorse. It is a great pleasure for us now to introduce, well, she was dominant last year, in the Jockeys Premiership, and then she notched her thousandth race win as well. Quite an incredible achievement for a quite incredible athlete as well. Well, this weekend it is spring racing. How exciting is that? And yesterday she rode a couple of winners there in, on the synthetic at Cambridge, and she's got a heck of a book of rides, including Avantage and Peritres, Horde, the Bourbon, and Fonzolette. Oh, get on those odds. I wonder what she's paying in the Jockeys. The old Jockeys... Um, championship tomorrow that could be that could be jockey's challenge i think it's called that might be a little bit for the day anyway all the way from matter which is a glorious day looking out the window here is new zealand's top female jockey danielle johnson good morning danielle 
Good morning, boys. How are you? We're good, thanks, D. We're good. Must We're be good. great to be back and racing after having a couple of quiet weeks. Yeah, it's nice to be back. Um, back at the races yesterday, and no owners. The, the dynamic of the the racing is a little bit different, but um, at least we're out there and we're able to get underway again. You yeah, know, owners. That must be a great thing for a jockey, is it? Have no one sitting there. <laughs> I was going to say that, but didn't think I was this? meant to. Why did you... <laughs> Especially you. You got a sharp tongue as well, Danielle. So you you normally just lash back at them anyway. <laughs> it works well for me not having them there. Yeah, but you do have you do have your your partner there though, Jamie, and he he will give you a bit of a he'd he'd also just keep you in line, wouldn't he? <laughs> oh, we won't even go there, shit. He <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> might he might be uh, listening. Very, yeah, oh, I'm sure he's listening. Of course, he'd be listening, Jamie. They always <laughs> listen. Anyway, anyway, you got a huge book, uh, huge book tomorrow, D. Avon Taj and Peritrees. You must be excited to jump. Jump on top of them. Yeah, I'm so looking forward to it. Um, just it was my lucky day um, when I got on Avantage. Obviously, I couldn't um, get back down because of the borders. So um, great to mm. team up with her again. And she's what a mare she is. Um, she's pretty incredible. How did you feel getting back into the to the racing uh, after obviously being away for a couple of weeks? Did you did it just click straight back in and get straight into it, or did it take a bit to get used to it again? Oh, I reckon it always takes a couple of rides just to get your eye back in. Um, mm. I've stayed pretty fit. Hey, I saw you running with your husky. You can vouch for me saying that I've been out um, exercising. Yeah, I'm not sure um, what I was doing was called running, but you you, you were staying <laughs> running. <laughs> Yeah, I think you're yeah. getting dragged more. Yeah, so, that's right. Yeah, He's strong, running. eh? That <laughs> strong was old Bowie. You looked a bit scared of him, actually. <laughs> it's, yeah, he was quite intimidating, actually. <laughs> hey, D, we've got a text here from uh, from one of our listeners. D, race eight, number two, ladies, man, your ride, very short odds. What do you think of him? Um, form's really good. He's going to be coming back to a bit better track on Saturday, um, but I certainly think Alan wouldn't be bringing, up if, bringing him up if he didn't think he was a winning chance, so um, I know the team um, have high hopes behind him, um, yeah, so really looking forward to getting on him, he's probably a little bit unlucky not to win last start, um, but good draw, 61 on his back, but um, Alan Sherrick is the trainer, so there's a lot of positives there. It, I was going to ask you that as well, actually. How, how do you find working for various trainers? You've obviously um, got a good affiliation with, with Tiaka and, and Jamie Richards. You've got Alan Sharrick as well, Stephen Marsh, ridden a lot of horses for. Do you find working for different barns, you, you develop a bit more affiliation and, and just able to settle a lot better as well, or, or it doesn't bother you? Uh, I don't think it really bothers us as jockeys too much because that's our profession that we just, you know, You've just got to go and ride for, you know, whoever that you're riding for um, without having to, to build too much of a relationship with him. Um, I'm lucky enough that I have built a relationship with Alan, getting on, you know, a few of his horses and, and winning nice races on them. Um, obviously, Jamie, I do quite a bit of track work for him and also Marshy. So you sort of some trainers like their horses ridden differently and, and you can adapt to that um, each way. But... I certainly can say that a few of them are pretty tough to ride for. 
<laughs> I bet. Danielle, I bet. We're, we're building a we're building a wee multi here. We're building a wee multi on our show. We've gone three legs each. For the fourth leg, I've heard we've, that we've put it out to, been to our listeners. Oh, sorry. It's been going good, watch, actually, Baz. I've been on fire, D. On fire. <laughs> actually? If I do, so, do say so myself, yeah. <laughs> he has been. Yeah, he's been going pretty well. He's created a bit of a Give us one, D. Say. Give us one. Give us one. That's what I want to know. Watch, watch one. your Give guaranteed us a ride. Odds. I want a bit of juice, oh. too, yeah, for sure. Imperatrice. She's my one for Saturday. Yeah. Dollar fifty, D. Come on. Yeah, but you just said, give you one. I've just given you one. Oh, I want a bit of juicy. Hey, is I tell you what, you will not win an argument with D, okay? She's way too clever, <laughs> way too quick, and way too clever. So we'll take our dollar fifty and we'll run with that, okay? We won't argue. Well, we'll just move on. I like on. the confidence. <laughs> I like the confidence. I'll say my four, the four horses I'd pick are all going to be favourites, so I'm a losing situation. Yeah, well, that's testament to what you've been able to achieve in the saddle over, over the last... Thousand, right? Horse winners. Little Unbelievable. Yeah. And you're, and you're a farmer as well, Dee. We, we have a segment on the show called Country Clueless, but you've got a farm. Are you, are you clueless or clued up when it comes to farming? I'm clueless. <laughs> oh, but I can, good. you know, I can wing a few things. I can move some sheep if I need it to. Yeah, Nice. Nice. So who looks after the farm for you then? Dad looks after my farm, which I'm very lucky that I don't have to attend too many outings there. Oh, good. All right, well, we'll <laughs> let you go. You'll be busy. you get yourself ready for your big meeting tomorrow. Enjoy your day off from Matamata. I might see you out and about. Well, no, no, we've got trials. distance, though. Oh, you're riding trials today. Oh, geez, you're busy. Geez, you're busy, busy yeah, mate. 30 trials bears. today. Oh, okay. Got to make money. I can hear that cash reg. I can hear that cash register just <laughs> ticking over, D. No worries. All right, low, thanks, Eve. Oh, yeah. yours is getting a bit low. Crikey, we're all in trouble if yours <laughs> is getting a bit low. Yeah. All right, thanks for joining us, Dave. All the best in the weekend, and yeah, yeah. hope it uh, hope it all goes well. And thanks for thanks, Eve, for joining us on Baz and Izzy. Thanks, Hey, you, you haven't asked me who my favourite owner is. Who's your Who favourite owner, owner? D? Baz McCullum, come on. Hey, there you go. Yeah. Who's, who's my favourite horse? Your... Tabata. T- yeah. Tabata. Yeah. Yeah. You're too good. You are too good. <laughs> See you, mate. Oh, Bye. what a star. Danielle Johnson. <laughs> Gives me great pleasure to welcome in a man who I've, I've had the privilege to share the field with on many occasions. A man that was so uncompromising on the field, but off the field had the mana and the respect of those that were in his presence. He played 132 tests and over 370 first-class games, a career spanning over 16 years of professional rugby. He's now spending time with his beautiful family, while running a gym called Fit, Fit 60 Southside, which I know is a real game changer within this community. Thanks for joining us, brother. Kevin Mialami, how are you, bro? Morning, Izzy. I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good, I'm good, mate. Thanks for joining us. Got Baz McCullum here with me, mate. Um, how you doing during this lockdown, mate? Um, it's, um, you know, I, I, we, I'm actually enjoying, you know, the family time has been really good. Um, 
Yeah. But I think, uh, you know, for for most uh, people uh, running small businesses as well, it's um, there's a few yeah. challenges, but um, but everyone's trying to do their bit to make sure we, we do our bit for, for, our, for our country, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure, mate. And, and yeah. obviously the gym's shut down, mate. So how are you filling in your days? I know you've got a young, well, you know, they're teenagers now, the kids. So how are you keeping them busy? <laughs> yeah, no, um, well, um, you know, uh, everyone's everyone's trying to stay agile uh, with small businesses as well. So we've, we're online uh, twice a day, which is which is good, trying to keep um, people yeah. moving and keep people engaged. But um, the family time's been good. The kids are growing up, you know, um, so, uh, you know, giving them, a, giving them a chance to spend a bit of time with them as they, uh, as they get older. These are probably, probably the moments you, you cherish as well. So, you know, we just we make the most of this time together and, um, you know, trying to, trying to keep in contact with everyone as well. Nice, bro. Hey, Kevin Baz here. Hey, I was just wondering, so you've now set up this, this business and, and you're fully into it. Was that always the plan right throughout your your rugby career that you you wanted to head down this route when you finished playing? Hey, Bez, um, you know, I, was, I think, um, you know, I probably wanted in a, in a lucky position um, for me when I finished playing rugby. I, I sort of had a, a day where, where I knew I was going to finish. And um, I think having that day um, gave me a chance to sort of look a little bit for, look, look ahead and say, um, well, if, if I know this is the day I'm going to finish, and I've got to put some time into um, understanding what what am I what am I going to be doing when I finish as well. So, you know, we um, we were lucky enough to set up the gym a, a couple of years before I uh, finished, and um, you know, um, was able to walk walk straight into it uh, once I once I finished playing rugby as well. So, still, um, you know, we're six years into it, and. Um, uh, a lot of learnings along the way, but um, you know, being able to being able to do some really good things in that space, and um, really really lucky to be able to do with some good people as well. Yeah, do you want to just explain to us a little bit more as well, if you can, Kevin, about um, some of those good things that you are doing? Izzy explained to me that you're working with a lot of the the South Auckland um, community and and trying to give give people a real good opportunity to work on their fitness and things. It must be so fulfilling to be doing that work. Yes, and uh, you know, uh, you know, we, we live out south, and our, and our business is uh, is out south as well, and it's in our same community that we live in as well. So, I think just getting a chance to um, get some, you know, that's put some real good purpose behind uh, the business that we work in, and it's about getting getting people moving, and um, you know, it's, it's it's like a you you when you when you build a a group training um, gym like this, it's it's like a it's, a it's a hub for people to come together, not only work on their fitness, but there's a there's a real good social side to it as well. Um, you, you can feel it when you're there as well. That when when people uh, are there training, they're enjoying themselves, having a lot of fun as well. And uh, I think the the outcome of it as well is that they that they they're looking after themselves uh, physically as well. Oh, awesome! Hey, we're talking to Kevin Mialamu. Give us a text if your with your greatest memories of the great man that is Kevin Mialamu. Give us a text on double eight double three. Absolute champion. I know there'll be a few messages coming about that critical moment in that Blizzard Cup, Kevy, but we won't talk about that when you got the knuckles flying. But uh, anyway, we'll move on from <laughs> <on> that, my <laughs> brother. <laughs> um, <laughs> mate, I know you're doing a. 
I know you're doing a lot of thing, uh, a lot of things in the community for men's health and mental health as well. Men's carry crew, is that something that you're really passionate about and and has to be spoken about a bit more out out in the public? Yes, I think um, you know, especially when I think about um, what we're doing um, currently. Like we're you know we're going through COVID. You know, for some people, it's um, they're able to um, they've got some good people around them. And, and times like this, but um, you know, for a lot of us, uh, and for and for a lot of our men as well, uh, just being able to open up and um, being able to share the load. You know, our, what our, our focus behind this carry crew was being able to get uh, men together, um, doing some um, physical activity, which was being able to go go for a walk together with with other men as well. And um, and we'll be carrying some canteens or and, and backpacks and some objects, but uh, with the thought behind it that uh, you know when the load gets too heavy, just being able to share that with other people as well. So um, good way of um, not only getting men moving, but also um, learning that uh, you're not alone. You there's people there to help mm. and trying to build trying to build that sort of uh, support network around men as well. So. Um, I think you know, it is important. Um, we all we all struggle at some at some stage, and I think when people think about uh, your well-being or your mental health, it's not always it's not always uh, all the way, which is total desperation. Uh, sometimes it's just uh, having someone or people there uh, that you can lean on just when you're going through uh, things. So you know, that's mm-hmm. that's that was the main um, focus around it. Just trying to get trying to get men moving and. Uh, just trying to build a, a support network around around men as well. That's awesome. Love what you're about, mate. Just just one last question on on the mental health. Um, just for some blokes or or, or anyone who's out there that that's struggling or going through that their own struggles at the moment, would you have any advice for them? Um, there's there's a lot of help out there, and um, I think um, you know there's, there's a lot of a lot of uh, people. And people like myself that are advocating for this, and we're not specialists. Yeah, specialists definitely. There's mm. a lot of uh, specialist help out there, um, but you know, but we're here to we're here to help. Sometimes it's just about having a, a, an ear that you can uh, for, for people to be able to share with. So, there's uh, we're, we're lucky, especially in the sport that we've, we've come from as, as well, uh, being being able to have um, that sort of help uh, around us and that sort of support, but. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of help around, so um, um, it's as easy. It's, uh, it's being able to being able to look at look at uh, look look it up, and if and if that's hard as well, just coming through to us, uh, we, we can uh, help direct you to the right people as well. Awesome, bro. Awesome, bro. We got to talk some code because you are a champion in that in that sense, you mate. You're a legend. <laughs> so we got a text message here, Kevy. Kevy, who is the best yeah. winger you have played with? And that's from Reed and Gore. Who was the best winger you played with, brother? Best winger. Um, it was really hard to, um, to to sort out one. Like when yeah. I first um, when I first entered into the game, but the, the, the two wingers that I was playing alongside were Doug Howlett and Jonah Lindman. Yeah. And uh, wow. they went all the way through to, and uh, we had Joe Rukafoko, uh in there as well, uh, through to. As we played a few games on the wing there, we had uh, CJ played a few <laughs> games on the wing. Yeah. Julian, you know, like uh, it's hard yeah. to it's hard to uh, put one out of it because it's 
I I seen uh, I had seen yeah Paul once and they were trying to they were asking who who was the who was the biggest hitter like um, Brian Lima, uh, Jerome Tano, um, yeah. Michael Jones. It's like trying to ask that question, you know. So giving me a lamb. Um, all all got their different strengths, <laughs> but there's some amazing wingers out there, right? Yeah. Well, this is a McCafe coffee catch-up, and we're joined by Kevin Mialamo here on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. There's another question here as well, Kevin. It's um, who is the best fullback you have played with? Cheers from Iz, <laughs> Izzy from a hope. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell him uh, the story. Have you got any good <laughs> stories you can share share with us about Izzy on tour? Oh. He must have must have some good stories no. to share about him. He, it was funny. Izzy, you can always tell like where he kind of who he who his leaders were within the team whenever he's trying to. You now whenever we're talking about getting guests on, because he's like, oh, give him a love. Oh yeah, no, no, he's awesome. Heaps of mana. I tell you, when you li- when he talks, you listen. It's almost like <laughs> I know. I know. He must have put you, Kevin. You must have put Izzy in his place a fair few times, eh? Oh. No, there's one thing I can tell you about Izzy. Like, um, just he's one of those people that could pick up. He can pick up any anything. He's just one of those guys that can pick up. Either I just he's those naturally talented guys that when you come across him, they just they pick up stuff. You know, you can pick up a golf club and good at it. You know, just kick the ball good at it. You know, so um, no, we had some good. Me, me and Iz, we were lucky enough to um, play alongside uh, some good men. So uh, mm. we experienced yeah. a lot of a lot of good stuff. So. Um, no, I was, I was lucky enough to to um, play along. So, so I, did, I was watching at 2014 Bledisloe the other day. Um, uh, the one that uh, came down, you know, came down to the uh, last kick to uh, Slady kicking that last uh, ball for us to win. And uh, yeah, no, it was just some of these some of the moments that you that you're lucky enough to play in, you don't actually um, you're part of them, but you don't actually get a chance to, to sit down and watch it. And when, when I watched that test match, I just realised how uh, how amazing it was, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, I totally agree, mate. Oh, I, I, I kicked myself seeing the, the players that I got to share the field with, mate. It's, uh, it's unbelievable. I've got a question here, Kev, from Sean, and I, I've played you a few times on the PlayStation. Kev, were you ever defeated in PlayStation on tour? You're pretty good, I must say. <laughs> <laughs> I had a pretty good streak, actually. <laughs> um, what? I had, what I had games? a pretty good streak, actually. <laughs> I'll leave it there. Hey, what, game? what games? NFL, bro. He's got NFL. He's got the oh, Ravens uh, and oh, just actually, audibles. Actually, I was I was definitely a Madden man. Um, but I think Izzy yeah. touched me up a few times on um, on um, on 2K. Yes, <laughs> Lakers, baby. Uh, I love, I love how you lead into that one. Is hey, hey yeah. Kevin, can you talk to us about the talk to us about the uh, the Bledders though this weekend? What what do you what do you think um, we can expect from uh, from the ABs? Um, you know, I think it's always uh, I always uh, um, I'm always encouraged to see like a good performance when you see the. Um, the boys together and they're in there. They've, they've been in camp a little bit and they've had a bit of a chance to um, really connect them there. So, you know, I'm expecting uh, I'm expecting to see a good performance uh, from our guys. I know I'm missing a few key um, key players that didn't go over, um, you know, um, due to some stuff. But uh, 
you know, my experience from uh, being an All Black as well is that uh, when when other guys get an opportunity as well, and under a new uh, a new skipper over there as well, uh, the team rises for, for that. So they're facing big challenges. They're going to away for a long time, away from their uh, loved ones as well. But um, but as they know this as well, that when the challenge is high, that the that the boys end up um, they'll work right to that as well. Yeah, 100%, Kevy. Um, I just want to ask you, last question before we go. Artie's selection for captain. I know you would have been there when Tana was captain. Similar leaders? Oh, um, yeah. You know, the, the more I see Artie um, play, and I've been, you know, been lucky enough to spend some time around him as well, he's definitely, definitely mm. got those qualities as well. Um, and, you know, you know, my experience as well, having uh, having a new captain, just making sure that that, uh, that support around them, those other leaders around them that uh, are really doing their jobs well as well. Uh, it really helps uh, being able to uh, lead, lead an all-black squad when, when everyone else is, is doing the job as well. So um, he definitely is a, uh, will lead by what he's, by, by action, uh, but he's a smart yeah. man as well. And, uh, and you know, I think he'll fill, fill those shoes really well. Hey, mate, nice. do, you, do you miss it? Do you miss footy and, and the All Blacks and and being a part of those teams? Because we had the uh, we had the All Blacks come through uh, a bit earlier this year, and um, one of the things I, re- I realised that I miss is uh, just the camaraderie, you know, being able to see the yeah. um, the energy when the boys came through the gym, and we had a few of our members that were that they were there to see that as well, and they just they were, they were just saying that there was a buzz about it. When they came through, you could see how tight they were. They were training, so they all came in with the mindset that they were. That you could see that they were on a mission. But uh, seeing them smile and laugh and and, and the, the tightness of the group—that's uh, probably what what I miss the most. Awesome, bro! Awesome. Hey, thank like, you so much, Kivi, for joining us. Oh, thank you. I don't miss waking up on Sunday. I don't. I don't miss waking up on Sunday with a sore body, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we all don't miss that, mate. Those recovery sessions are getting harder and harder as the years went on. But, mate, thank you so much for joining us, Kevin. Great to get your insights. Uh, you're an absolute legend of the game, mate. And hopefully, once this COVID's sorted, we can get that reunion we were meant to have this weekend, isn't it? Next weekend. We we're meant to have a yeah, reunion in Auckland. Yeah, Gutted we missed that. Yeah, no, I was looking forward to catching up with the boys and. Uh you know, um, yeah, it's actually been a, it's been a few years. It's been ten years. Hey? What the heck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ten years. Hey? Wow. But I uh, know no, awesome. Awesome, mate. Yeah. Thank you so much, Kevin Mialamu, legend, mate. Look forward to catch up with you soon. That was our McCoffee McCafe coffee catch up with Kevin Mialamu. Cheers, bud. There we go. Hear this. Bowden Barrett. Is he the forgotten man? Have people become so captivated by the Moanga effect? Don't get me wrong, Moanga is on another level. But let me tell you this. This is a man who has amassed 1,260 Super Rugby points. He's had 93 caps for the All Blacks, amassing 675 points. He's a two-times IRB Player of the Year. He's a World Cup winner. The list could go on and on. But stats don't win you games. 
No one plays the game for stats. The game is won by those who demand excellence and demand to be there in the big moments. Game-defining moments. When the game is on the line, you want your big players to step up. Cast your mind back to 2013. That last-minute try-saving tackle on Willie LaRue at Ellis Park to beat the Springboks in what was considered the match of the century. Bowden Barrett. Or back to 2015 World Cup final in that moment. Ben Smith grubbers the ball through. For a second I thought it was Ronaldo playing. To be able to handle the oval pigskin at pace with such ease. I dare you to go give it a go. That moment. Bowden Barrett. So I tell you this now. Watch Bowden. Watch Bowden very, very closely on Sunday. Don't just look at the glory things like tries, like line breaks. Those will come. And those will come for those around him. But watch him. Watch him surveying the game. Always scanning. Like a game of chess. The defender goes here, so I'll go there. Defensive winger is up flat and infield, so I'll just pop a kick over his head for Severis to score a try. Then the defence spreads, worrying about that kick again. So he hits his big forward runners, Guzzler, Savia, flat at the line. There is so much going on. That is the All Blacks effect. Pitch is always changing. But then, the defence, they forgot about that running threat. That Bowden threat. Speed to burn. Wallaby switch off for half a second. And bang! Goes Bowden! As Marshy would say. He's off. And man is he back. Bowden's back. Watch him closely, I say. Watch him closely. Welcome back, Bowden. Welcome back, my brother. Pumpa, as Marshy would say. How good's that from Izzy Dag? In the moment, my son, get yourself lost in that. How good. Hey, I'm just so pumped. I'm just so pumped to, to see Bodie back. Like, that's that's the thing. Like, don't get me wrong. Richie Mwanga, he is on fire. He is on another level. But this, we just can't forget the Bowden effect and what he's done for this game. Two times IB Player of the Year. Like, so I just, I just tell you now, watch him closely on Saturday. I know for a fact that he is ready for this game and he is ready to take that 10 jersey by the grip. He can't wait, mate. So, look, I got nerves reading that out. I actually wrote that last night, and and just the I know Bowden. I know how passionate he is, and and I just I just tell us I tell you out there now, watching the game, just watch him closely. Everyone looks for the glory, but they don't see the little things throughout the game that that he's doing. He's constantly organising. He's constant. He's always surveying what the options are. He's always making great decisions, and um, yeah, I'm just so excited to see him back out there, Bears. I'm looking forward to watching him play. It's an embarrassment of riches, really, isn't it, that the All Blacks have? And even Quade yeah. Cooper mentioned that overnight. You sit out, Richie Moonga, and who comes in? Bowden Barrett. Are you kidding me? Mm. You can't keep the great ones down, they say as well, and Bowden Barrett has been there. He's done it, and he's ticked every box, and he gets his opportunity on Saturday as well, just to remind everyone of what he is capable of. And Izzy, you could not have set it up any better than that. Watch out for some of those plays that Izzy alluded to. That little cross kick and the little flat ball as well. It's a 
fantastic is. That is as good as it gets. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.